Welcome to Pathless Podcast. This is Lightlessness. I am here uh, with Reed playing Corian Zillicent, Matt playing Babries, Jeremy playing Mora, and Sam playing Notch. I'm Ben playing the DM. Uh, we decided to switch over from our long-winded, sometimes not that much fun wrap-ups of last episode to a new segment that we like to call the 15-second possibly inaccurate wrap-up. So Jeremy's going to be the first today. We're going to give him a 15-second timer. He's not prepared for this, and he needs to tell us whatever he remembers from last episode, which was like a while ago for us as far as playing. So yeah, read, or Jeremy, three, two, one, go. Okay, so we're in the forest. We're climbing on roots. Notch falls through the roots, then Matt falls through the roots, and then they all die. Not really. Um, they get attacked. Lightning, explosions, people getting gored, I don't know. Uh, I was more of it, so I was sitting on top. Okay. Okay. Nailed it. That was your 15-second wrap-up. If you'd like more, you should have just listened to the last episode. Um, so our characters just finished a short rest. Uh, for fun, I'm going to throw in the copyrighted description of a short rest, so you can all write it down and use it in your own play sessions if you're too cheap to buy the 5e player's handbook. So a short rest is a period of downtime at least one hour long during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to wounds. A character can spend a, one or more hit dice at the end of the short rest up to the character's maximum number of hit dice, which is equal to the character's level. For each hit dice spent this way, the character rolls the die and adds the character's constitution modifier to it. The character regains its hit points equal to the total. The player can decide to spend an additional hit dice after hit die after each roll, a character regains some spent hit dice upon finishing a long rest, as explained below. So um, we actually are thinking, instead of playing today, we're going to take turns reading from the player's handbook, and uh, we'll see if we can get to the finish of it. Uh, I'm just kidding. So uh, I had told the players to take that short rest and heal up. They are with Amis back up from the forest floor on top of the roots. Uh, I know that Notch had taken a lot of damage, and luckily for him, he rolled max, uh, more or less, for both of his hit dice rolls, and our players are level 2 right now. Um, and then, I think the only other one who took some damage was Baybreeze, and he's back up to full, is that right? Nah, close no. to it. Okay, close okay. to it. Just so I know, it helps. So, um, yeah, you guys are only about a third way through. Um, I have... Amis leading the way, so I'd still like some more uh, dexterity checks from you guys. Woohoo. Oh boy. Believing in you, Rogue. Yes, yeah, nat 20. There Woo. we go. <laughs> no dice shaming this week. No. Uh, is that it? 10? So, um, yeah, if everyone could just. I got Matt's. Who else is there? 15. 15. Because there's a different DC each. Oh, wait, 13. So we have 13 and 15. Uh, and what'd you get, Sam? 15. Okay, so all three of you uh, need to make a dexterity savings throw. What's the difference? Um, so I guess before you were technically making any skill check that you wanted to on top of the roots. Obviously, it's been a while since we played. I guess acrobatics is still around, and if you don't have acrobatics, gotcha. you could have made a dex save. Um, okay. yeah. um, and now you're actually making okay. a savings throw, and saving throws in 5e are replaced. So it's not a reflex anymore. So like another 13. 13. Okay, 13's catch yourself. 9. 9 does not catch yourself. Oh, no. So, um, Sam, you slide through to the root floor. Okay. Um, but Sam, did you have acrobatics before? No. Man. Throw. No, yep. It's all straight out the die. Uh, you slide through to the root floor. You do not find yourself in a sticky net or anything. That's good. Um, but while you're down there, you get a rather pungent smell. Okay. Can I look around and see what I see? Yeah, feel free to make perception. 1921. 
Okay, there seems to be, uh, like, hidden underneath some of the brush that's on this floor. Like, it's, it's very dirty, but, you know, everything's camouflaged in. Uh, little eggs all over the place. And, um, you know, while they're camouflaged in, they do seem to be the protruder of the stench. I don't know how else to say it. All right. Uh, well, nothing else seems that important. Uh, yeah, more of a lower me a rope. Okay. So I... Yep. You throw a rope down. Yep. Okay. And I just want to get out. Yep, sounds good. And for the final skill check, guys. Well, that was easy. <laughs> Unless he has one way to poke it, but I'd rather not. 16. Uh, what was 19. This? Is this an acrobatics or just ducks? You can make a acrobatics check on this. 16. Good. 13. Sam, you fail again. <laughs> okay. Um, Reflex it? Yep. DC dexterity saving throw. Okay. Is it three? Three does not pass. Okay, yeah. Sam, again, while walking along the pass, the characters are all walking fine, and your shoes that were made for walking around libraries are not doing the trick. Yeah. And yeah, you not again. slip, yeah, and everyone hears, like, a crack, and by this time, they're like, he's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, you actually um, fall, and when you hit the ground, you find yourself right next to a body. Okay. Uh, it seems very, very worn for wear, but still has clothing and a sack on it. Okay. Um, it's obviously dead. Dead. Okay. Yes. First off, is there anything else in this area? With a six. With a six, you have nothing to be afraid of. Okay. Um, I found a body, guys. He's got stuff on it. What should I do? Okay, I'm coming down. Off. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna grab one of um Morva's torches and. I thought you like, don't need this. Gonna light it up and throw it down so okay. like if there's light down there while I'm down there and slide down the rope. Okay. Torch falls down next to Notch. Morva's down there. No, uh, sorry, not Morva. Babies is down there. <laughs> <laughs> Morva. <laughs> How'd you get down there so quickly? <laughs> Let's talk about this. Do you think dragons actually can walk well on tight spaces? Because I feel like that'd be really hard, like with dragon feet. I'm a, I, I actually dragon. wonder just kind because of, if they yeah. have more like talent, like if their feet are more flexible, you know, then. Yeah. If, if they, they were actually, Barney feet, they'd be screwed. Right. Well, but if they're like if they were dinosaur feet, feet, yeah, or like big dinosaur feet. But, but the thing is, don't dragons fly because they have like magic and not because their wings are strong enough to support them? Like their bones aren't brittle. It's we, that we magic helps we, them. <laughs> we don't bring logic. Into right. So I'm saying, so I'm saying, magic's going to help them walk lightly because I'm sure Morva, being a big dude as he is, yeah, it's just funny though. Yeah, like he, he's he's like, no, someone fell again. Someone fell again. Um, so anyway, so yeah. He's you, just breaking each branch as he walks. <laughs> yeah, he actually like makes like a path like yeah. it's like actually easier to stand <laughs> on because he just like whoosh, crushes bro- roots together. It's almost like snow. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you like try to jump like in someone else's snow boots. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, you're both down there. Hey, Babies, Um, what should we do with this guy? Well, loot, loot the body, and I'll keep an eye out. Okay, I guess I'll uh, take his backpack. Okay. See if there's anything. Important in there? No, we, we check. We check where it's safe, not down here. <laughs> the backpack's pretty heavy. Um, it could be close to like 15, 20 pounds. I think I can still carry that. Just uh, wanted to put it out there. Yeah. That's what you feel as you lift it up. It's pretty heavy. Okay. Do you want to give me a perception check, Babies? Sure. Uh, eleven plus a three, so fourteen. Okay. You don't see any danger coming. Okay. So you guys climb up now. Yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, I'm gonna say, fine. I'm gonna feel like the body, nothing 
Nothing on, like, passing glance looks decent? No. Um, you know, after, like, scouring over the body, the only thing left of it that has value is that knapsack. Yeah, uh, what kind of clothes is he wearing? Um, dirty, brown, we'll say he had leather on. He was an adventurer of sorts, so. Okay, is it, like, really dusty, or do I see, like, uh, blood, like, anywhere? No, all blood would be dried up by this point. Long yeah. dead. Okay, alright, cool. Dead. I just want to make sure it doesn't, sure. like, look fresh, because you said it was warm. Uh, worn. Oh, worn. A worn. Yeah, okay. W-O-R-N-E. So I thought it was warm, like, uh, no, like, we... oh, he was just freshly slayed. Oh, did I see an E on the end? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes I do that. I add E's on the end of things. It's the British it's way. British, yeah. yeah that's, I don't, and and I add O-U-R. U's, too. I add the O-U's. O-U-R. Oh, yeah. I don't know, like, what like had the effect on me. B-O-U-R-N-E. I probably, like, watched so much anime by fan subbers over in the UK. And, like, you know, like, <laughs> with the fan subs, like, you have, you're reading and reading and reading. So, anyway, back, back, back to the game. This is, like, pumpkin spice all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys get this knapsack up there. Oh, um, cool. Such backpack. Do you want to open it? Well, sure. up top. Yeah, and I'm gonna just keep like an eye out down there. Sure. All right. Um. So who is opening up the backpack? I guess I will open it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I will give you an opportunity. I don't. I don't have a five E card sheet in front of me here. Let me just take a look at yours. You can um, roll a performance. Me... <laughs> Use magic device. To How about this? Dexterity saving throw. Yeah, uh, I almost want to give him a wisdom saving throw. Okay. To see if he stops beforehand. So wisdom saving throw. Sure, let's go with that. A 15. Okay, that's fine. So um, as you go to open up the top of the sack, your hands feel around the um, top, and I'm just going to say it's like a drawstring open type mm-hmm. top, um, and there's like hard box inside right around the top of the sack. And you're actually feeling like that's where a lot of the weight is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Because hmm. this might be uh, a dangerous uh, parcel to open. Maybe we can do this from a distance, or if anyone has the uh, ability to disarm it before we open it. Uh, yeah, I'll try, lad. Okay, you get out your thieves' tools, um, you start tinkering in the top, and yes, you notice that there's some mechanical device in there. Okay. So let's see how your tinkering goes, and you can give me a disabled device, or what it, is it sleight of hand now, is that what it is? Uh, I think it's just a dexterity plus your, th- like, your proficiency bonus with the tools. Okay, cool. I think that's, that's how good. it works, right? Yep. Um, so seven plus my dex is 11. Not good. Plus my thieves' tools is 13. Okay. So, so um, it's a forged crab that hits <laughs> your finger. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> while you're tinkering, um, the you hear a click, and you breathe a sigh of relief, and the top of the thing opens, and immediately a fire, like flame, shoots straight up and um, engulfs your five foot square. So you're gonna take two to six damage of burden, like a uh, fire damage. Um, would you like to roll it or should I? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna roll that. Get out of here. Okay, you Yo, that wasn't a roll. You dropped that. <laughs> oh, don't, don't complain about that roll. That's a good roll. <laughs> you, you may keep the five, or I will re-roll. It's up to you. I want the re-roll. Okay, <laughs> five. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, please put five damage down. Um, and the knapsack is on fire. Hmm. Hmm. Can you reset that trap? The knapsack is on fire currently. Hmm. <laughs> I, I intend to kick the knapsack. Okay, you may try to kick the knapsack. Um, we're on, like, hard to traverse 
roots still. So I'd like the savings throw again, your dexterity saving throw. Okay. Or your skill check. I'm sorry, this is your skill check for yeah, it. Do I get skill dexterity check? Or oh, if no. you had acrobatics. Ten. Um, to save from the fire, there's no reflex save on this trap. Okay. Or there's no dexterity save on this trap. I got a ten. A ten? Okay, Jer, you fall through, someone gets you back up. Okay. Uh, that's probably unnecessary. Wrong. But yes, you don't kick it out pro- uh, pro- properly. And um, if anyone tries to get this out, you know, I don't, I don't know. Are you guys just going to let it burn? I meant to kick it away. Yeah, why are we bothering with it? Yeah. Um, okay, that's fine. So um, by the time that the knapsack, uh, you know, flames away, you see parchment that's on fire inside the bag, just burning up into pieces. Okay. So. N- n- now it matters. Yeah. <laughs> Can I uh, grab the parchments? No. <laughs> At this point, you know, from the choices made, these parchments are gone. You may be able to decipher from some remnants that they had Arcana written on them, but hmm. let's move on. No, no, no time to feel bad now. Um, <laughs> Ames, uh obviously sat around and watched all of this and had a good time, and he says, uh, "I don't know what you guys are up to with that bag, but we're just about to leave the forest." Um, and... How's uh, Mitha doing with all this? I'm sure she's just laughing. It's a good question, but, um, you know, her sense of humor is only in that you guys are not challenging her issues and having issues of your own, so... I think, you know, that should be good moving on. And, um... Oh my gosh, I forget Amis' dog's name. Um, Fido. Ear Willis. Sir Wolf. Ear Willis, that's right. They're well as. Um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, you guys make it out of the forest floor. Cool. And find yourself um, at a mountainside. And he says, "This is it. This is the large mountain that I've searched all over for the cove and yet to find it." Um, while we are in this area, uh, I believe this to be the area that the cove is in. Again, I haven't found it, so I'm not sure. But um. These hints I have heard from other travelers, and they, you know, it, whoever has this knowledge, it, it will help us all, hopefully, locate our destination. So, um, we know that the entrance to the cave can be seen from up high, and I've made it to the top of the mountain and looked around, and I haven't found anything yet, so I'm not sure exactly what that means, but, um, you know, being up high should be able to help us find the entrance. Uh, if we do see the entrance at any point, it is a door but not a door. And that is a wisdom I got from a sage who is much older than myself, uh, a Dorban sage actually, who travels between the. Um, oh, someone knocked down my map. Can I have my map back, Jer? Oh. Thank you. I'll take it from you. Okay. Travels between Enten Noir um, and obviously Telus. And then the third one to keep in mind is that um, if you find the water tunnel, uh, there's no turning back, but you've gone too far. And luckily enough for me, I've never found the water tunnel, and I'm not sure where it leads, uh, because I've only been doing this for a short period of time. So, let's traverse up the side. Are there any plains or like fields? Uh, off to the right and left, we could go around this mountain and get to plains and fields. Um, but the forest that we were in was very low, um, and then like you'd still be traveling up to the side and going around the mountain and then heading out to plains. But for the time being, you'd have to travel up, and then at that point you can either consider traveling up the mountain further or go to the plains to the right and the left. 
Okay. Does that work? Sure. It's a picture in my head, so it's the best I can give you. Um, so, as you guys travel, um, everyone, I imagine, is carefully perceiving. So I can get a perception check here at the first leg. And again, everything's just done in legs during this path. So, uh, you know, we know when there's an opportunity to find or not find things. Are there any trees in this area that can climb up? Um, the trees in the forest that you were just in would be climbable before you guys start heading up the mountain. And, yeah, that would give you some perspective. So if you'd like to do that, that sounds good. Okay. So you shimmy up the tree and go ahead and give yourself a plus two on this perception check that everyone else is taking. Okay. You're just taking it at a different time. Uh, probably not. So whatever you get. 18, 16, 10, 12. Okay. Um, you notice that if you guys continue up the mountain, um, you know, probably like another 30 minutes of travel, it's all going to turn to snow. Okay. Um, but at this point, uh, the clear ground that is the mountain, the clear like stone and stuff, uh, you haven't perceived anything that would be a door or... You know, any sort of entrance. No waterways either? Yeah, no no sign of water at all at this point. So, um, leg two is when you guys reach the snow uh, that starts in the mountain. It's a very thin snow. And you guys can give me your checks again. Seven. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Cool. Um, so, um, you guys, obviously, as you go up, you're gaining more and more snow. Um, you're wondering where there's going to be water in such, you know, cold temperatures. More of a, you stop sweating. Um, so that's good. <laughs> and, um, for the, uh, oh, good. Oh, can I, like, look down the, uh, path to see if there's, like, because that's what I wanted to know about planes, so I wanted to see if there was, like, a door on the, like, in the plane, like, like, if you're looking down on it, you know? Um, that's definitely true. You look, um, and unfortunately you don't see anything. The last leg of the uh, check here is a skill challenge. Uh, not done with any sort of special rules if anyone has any, or anyone listening has any. But for the final leg here, uh, you guys have reached a point on the mountain, not the top of it, but a point where um, you have pretty good view of everything. Um, there could be uh, other things that you see in sight. So um, we're going to use our skills. We'll do the you can't use someone else's skills. And... Um, Three passes will get you guys towards the cove. Three fails will get you guys away from the cove. So, um, we'll let anyone... Initiative? Is that how we do it? I just don't think it's necessary, honestly, because you're not fighting with anyone here. So, we'll just take a circle. So, go ahead. Um, Corian. With my keen elf eyes that I don't get a bonus on perception anymore with... <laughs> Okay, you use I will perception. go ahead and take the perception check. Okay. 20. Alright, so like before, you're scanning the area. Um, and I think that uh, with your scan, you start to see um, there's certain grooves in the mountain. And those grooves may have some sort of clue to, you know... Something strange about this mountain. Okay, I will pass that information on. And that's a pass, so you guys know. He, he, he got the right correct amount. Uh, so I guess my turn, or is it? Yes, go ahead, Dave Reese. All right, so I'm going to take that information, and I'm going to try to 
jump over some of the snow banks and like you know kind of slide down a few of them here and then jump up and like slide down a little bit more cool so you're gonna actually slide in the grooves yeah or no yeah, yeah. i'm gonna try to basically try to slide in the grooves and like check okay. them out cool perfect uh, using acrobatics yep uh so a 26 okay. 27 yeah that, that fast um <laughs> so uh bay breeze is hopping from groove to groove some grooves you find are really small and then you find this really large groove um, and it, it's hard to tell because the snow has covered everything over in like a blanket covering. But like because of you sliding into it, you go like, wow, this is this groove is huge. Um, it's about like literally like 40 feet wide. And some of the other ones that you went in were like little five foot grooves, sometimes, you know, 10 foot made. But this one's a 40 foot wide groove. So um, you guys have found a 40 foot wide groove and you can kind of see, I guess, that little bit of um, what type of convex or concave? Concave. That bit of a concaveness to the snow there. Okay, I'm gonna tell him that I think I found something. Yep. So um, you've all come over to this groove that um, you know, Quarian noticed that there's slight grooves in the mountainside, and uh, Morvis or I, I'm gonna call you Morval. I don't know why. Babrys has found what seems to be the largest one, and for the final possibly pass, Morva, would you like to give us your skill? I'm going to use the skill of having grown up. On these mountains. Um, I'm just kidding. You have yeah, not had up on these mountains. I believe we corrected that yeah. last time. <laughs> so. That's kidding. So you have to decide. I got five. Okay, you need to decide what type of skill you're using. I don't have any skills. Have you ever done one of these with us before? No. Like I don't think I have. I oh, okay. What, what, were you not in the uh, Thieves' Den? No, I wasn't. No, 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 I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, sometimes I guess people want explanations of these things anyway. So this is a good chance. Um, it's kind of a creative storytelling element. Uh, you're going to say how you're using your character and the skills that they have to solve a problem. The current problem is you need to find a hidden passage, and you've gotten a few hints that help you solve that problem even better. So you can play off any of those hints. You can play off the original hint, um, any of the ones that I've given, that I can be seen from a pie, that um, the entrance is a door but not a door and that the water tunnel's too far, so like, you know, looking for water, things like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you need to look at your character sheet and ideally pick something that you're trained in. Um, now, now, is Morva's height a skill, or? <laughs> well, um, I think that, well, I was gonna say like a strength check or something. Well, yeah, you could do stuff like that, like but you have, to, you have to be creative enough to yeah. tie it into what we're doing here. Right. Um, so first step is look to see what you have proficiency in. This is your first time doing this, and I forgot that. So what, what do we have proficiency in? We'll walk through it. Athletics, intimidation, and survival, and animal handling. Okay, so, so no one's survival. used survival. Yeah. yeah, survival. So tell me how a, you know, a man who's in tune with nature and like... And snow nature, too. Yeah, this is snow nature, you're a dragon. Tell me how you're going to use that survival skill to find this entrance to the cave. All right. And because it's your first time, we won't pick on you if you do something that doesn't make sense. So you can try your best on that. What I'd like to do is see, um, or follow where the, I want to say I want to follow like where the snow has been heading or if any of it's been melting towards a certain area. Sure. So you're going to head down or up or you're just yeah. going to look both ways. Okay, down. Or, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll look down. Okay, you, you can go any way you want. So um, give me your survival check. Um, and, you know, you're basically trudging a path and figuring out how this path works. Six. Plus, that's it. Okay. So, um, he Nothing. heads down, and he's walking and walking and walking. You guys are waiting for him. 
because uh, you know you're all doing your own thing in the meantime. And uh, he gets to the bottom of where the snow is, and you know loses. There, there's no more. He, he no longer finds the big tread anymore. So the tread disappeared, and he's found nothing of worth. So that's one failure, two passes, and you will get a turn notch. Cool. Um, in the big ridge thing, uh, I'm going to use uh, Arcana to see if there's any mystical doorways awesome. that are hidden or anything that I can find. Yep. Um, with the 23. So your 23 does pass, um, and you're actually kind of interested in the snow at first, and you dig down, um, and as, as you dig down, uh, you get to the actual dirt there, and it's got some magical pixie dust. Um, it's silver, and it seems to have shed off something that has passed through here, whether it was a mystical being, or um, a large rock, or whatever it is. So you start telling everyone, like, we need to dig this snow away and follow this, um, this pixie dust. Yeah, this dust, and it does get thinner as you go, and uh, as you guys dig down, um, you know, as you go through, you find a clear, um, let me actually get it for you. So it's like a clear bluish green crystal that looks like a mirror. Um, and as you peer into it, you see the entrance to a cave or a cove. So cool. Ahmed is like, aha, we found it. Good deal. Good deal. And uh, he's getting very, very excited. Um, the dog's barking at the hole. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't we get 50 gold for this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, this means nothing to me. And uh, you guys get your 50 gold refund back. Cool. I'm whoever's in charge of that. I'm taking 13 of it. Okay, cool. Oh, it was 52 to... Okay, whatever. I don't know. So, um... Okay. 13... 20... I don't know. You put a lot of... Well, I put 25 into it. Okay. Well, you guys are welcome to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I, I just figured 50 divided by 4 is 12.5. I'm calling 13, so I'll have to make a 0.5. Sounds good to me. I don't care. It's it's 5 silver. Yep. Alright, so anyway, um, so yeah, the, the entrance is here. And Ahmed takes his battle axe, um, and he swings it down on the entrance, and does very little to nothing to the entrance. So, so he's chipping away at it, he keeps smacking at it, and uh, he doesn't seem to be able to get through, uh, and uh, he actually starts getting very frustrated, and you guys see him like just like going berserk on it, um, and uh, you know, he's just like, uh, gets to a point where he gets so tired, that uh, so close, but so far. So through the mirror, we're able to see a cove, but we're not actually able to enter it. Correct. Um, hmm. He did chip away some of it. Okay. Uh, it appears to be a crystal growth, uh, different from the pixie dust that led you here. It is, you know, the little chips that come out of this is nothing like the dust that led you here. I can't examine any of that dust. Can yeah, you, I, I mean, you can examine it. Go ahead. Just you to see if it's. Do you have an investigate kind of skill, or I do you just want to use? I just wanted to kind of look at it because it's weird. Okay. And shiny. Go ahead. What do you want to use? Intelligence, wisdom. I don't care. Intel. Wisdom. Wisdom. Go ahead. Okay, I got two. I got two? It's shiny. Okay, y you've never seen this silver dust before. Yeah. Uh, can I use my deductive reasoning with investigation to maybe have the moonstone press up against it? Sure, give me an investigation for that. Can I help him? 
Yeah, that's fine. Cool. I also have investigate. Okay. Yep. Gun roll. And uh, 21. So I'll give you a plus two? Okay. I think it's still a plus two on a help. I don't know. I, well, you should have taken his then. Um, let's see. <laughs> seven plus It always five. happens like that. Yep. Yeah. So 12. So 14? 14. Okay. Um, you, um, you know, get the light of the moonstone to, tr- you know, light from the sky to travel through the moonstone. Um, and you see that it's making no difference to the actual, you know, crystal itself. Uh, it is refracting through it and stuff like that. But um, as you're trying to do this and line this up right, um, Notch comes over to take it from you because he feels like he can do a much better job. And um, I think Notch would try to like adjust it in my hands. Okay, there you go. Yeah, he's, he seems more like a nicer guy. I couple, I'm sorry, he's off. So yeah, Notch tries to adjust it for you, and like uh, not being too comfortable with um, males and their close company and stuff as he's like grabbing your hand to move it and, you know I'm not, I'm not trying to speak too much for your character but um you like kind of like let go of it and um it drops and hits the crystal and you guys notice that uh it makes a dent in it so hmm. dent in the moonstone or dent in the crystal dent in the crystal oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah mytha is like oh the moonstone and uh I, I think she's gonna run over and pick it up and hold on to it for now Mm. Well, it seems like we're making headway, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you guys were chipping away at it before with a slashing weapon. Well, would uh, we... Yeah. <laughs> hammer. <laughs> you have a bludgeoning hammer? I do. Oh, why don't you try that? I'll try that. Okay. Um, so damage to objects, you don't have to roll. You can just roll damage. Oh, it's not d12. I'm sorry. Nine. Okay, you take out a much bigger chunk um, than, you know, Chipper over there with his battle axe. Um, so it, the, uh, the crystal breaks down and squishes into itself um, instead of just, like, chipping away. Okay, uh, and you did 13? Yeah. Okay. Hit it again. <laughs> Go ahead. By all means, Marvel. This is what I do. Seven. Huh? Seven. Seven total? Yep. So 20 damage to it? Yep. Okay, um, you feel like you're almost through to the other side. You've traveled through about an inch worth of crystal. One more time. Dang. Seven again. Alright, so um, he gets one final smack more of a, you know, swings his hammer into the air, brings it down on the same area that he's been working on, and by doing so, he shatters that crystal through, and the rest of the crystals just fall apart and fall in. And uh, you guys are entering the Hidden Cove. So, um, as you walk down and in, you notice... Oh, I'm sorry, sorry before we go, uh, do either one of you lads have any sort of, uh, any sort of like healing powers? And I'm talking to Notch and, uh, Wimble, or not Wimble, uh, Corian. No. No. I already got everything for my book, first aid in the field. That's why I'm all patched up now. <laughs> well, so you don't, so nothing magic to help me out. Okay. <laughs> You've got the wrong companion, my friend. <laughs> um, so anyway, upon entering the hidden cove, you find yourself within a cavern covered in almost transparent crystal of a purplish hue. There is an unnatural purplish glow from the crystal that provides a calming light that fills the cave, giving the visibility of daylight. There are crystalline platforms and walkways that have come together to form paths between large rocks that you see before you. It would appear as though the cavern continues deep below, and vision is lost trying to see through too many crystals, because you can look through the floor. Um, the walls are covered with the same crystal growth, and the area is about a quarter mile wide. 
uh, to the opposite wall of the cavern from your entrance, which you can see too. Uh, the ceiling towers up within the mountain uh, another hundred feet or so to the highest point uh, and does meet at like a peak. Is there any way that I could pick up some crystals that look valuable to me? Um, you can pick them up. You don't know if they're valuable. Cool. So I'll pick up some shattered crystal then. From, awesome. Because he beat the whole bunch of wall. Yeah. Um, Not the wall. The floor. Notch. Yeah. You know, with your intelligence, you think that crystals are... You see him picking things up, and I don't know if you're talking about valuable crystals. and You don't have a 16 intelligence, right? Oh, you do too? Okay. I, you know, we're a rather intelligent group. <laughs> yeah. Same like, for me. I, here's the issue. Like, you made your decision as your character, so for me to, like, tell you your character's doing something else, I'd rather just say, like, Notch, that, like, you know, gems are more valuable in a whole state, not, like, a destroyed state. Um, right, like a junk... So, like, you guys, there, there are tons of things that you could chip off the walls and get a nicer cut of. Okay. So I wanted to give Knox that chance to role play with you. Oh, gotcha. But, I thought you know, I thought you were being, like, like Wibble's too stupid to no, understand. No, I'm sorry. That. I'm not trying to lower egos of people or anything like that. It was well, just like you know, a... He called me stupid that he was going to take away my stone. <laughs> I'm you know, sorry. You're making Notch out to be the bad guy. Wibble would be an idiot. You know, Notch is the tiefling, and Bayreeze is just the good-intentioned gnome, so... Who's found a hard life, let's see. Right. Matt's like, still speaking too far into my character. <laughs> so, not good intentioned. Not an idiot. <laughs> what else is there? I'm not clumsy. I'm not even a gnome. Did you read my character sheet? No, you take it home with you. It's online. It's on Google Drive. I told you that. I hate that Google Drive character sheet. All right. Yeah. Ten conversations later. That may be edited out. Who knows? We'll get back into this cavern. Uh, I, I probably will just leave it at the point where you've asked for the crystals. You picked up damage like, crystals. Take some for some material components. Yes, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I will give you guys the starting layout here. So, Mitha, why are we here again? What purposes uh, brought us? If you look at the sheet, <laughs> uh, th- this is the area where we should be able to find one of the items that we need for the. Um... Actually, I can read the sheet, so I yes, you can. Take that. Okay, one of the items that we need for the final ritual. Uh, ideally, within the hidden cove, we're to here to find a choker of Malar's prey. So uh, please keep your eyes open for a necklace okay. of some sort. I imagine, from its description. I have no picture of it, and obviously I have no knowledge of it, um, since I've only heard about it in the book. So, that is what we're looking for. Thank you for asking. And, uh, Ahmed, what are your intentions now? Uh, I am here to find something I've lost. In the cove? Yes. So you've been here before? I've never been here, unfortunately. Did you drop it above the cove and it fell in? Is it a sentient thing? Uh... (laughs) This is, you know, I'm your guy, and this is a business relationship. I sh- do not wish to share anymore. But let's just say, yes, I drove it, dropped it on the mountain, and it's fallen in, and I haven't been able to find it since. Do you want us to help you look at it for it, or...? We can just continue together, uh, you know. If, if at some point you find what you're looking for and choose to leave, that's fine. You know. Um, so... That is my own knowledge that I don't want to share with the players. And the first platform is a thick crystal stone growth um, that is perfectly flat on the surface. There is a smooth path path before you um, as a crystal bridge with large jagged pillars of crystal beneath, 
um, four major platforms. I'm not going so, first. I'm going last. <laughs> so um, basically, that is to say, this room that you've entered, the first point right here is a bridge. So drop-offs on each side. Mm -hmm. um, it is only about seven feet wide. And, wow, I am kind of drawing somewhat true to scale. That's pretty fun. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys are going to have to travel across this bridge, and then off to the right and to the left, you see more platforms, like the first that you started on. Um, slim platforms. So, um, who's going first? Yeah, that's a good... Who's leading us? I guess I am. Dragon feet. You've proven strong on the, uh... <laughs> on the, on the roots. side. Yep. Well, I was going to say, on walking through the roots, so... The roots, yeah. Um... So as you travel across this little bridge, uh, you do so without any issues. The crystal is very strong, and even with your slashing talons, I don't know if you wear Poking shoes. Poking talons. Poking talons, yeah, piercing talons, there you go. You know, it does nothing to this. But, um, yep, so uh, he makes it across no problem. Um, to the right-hand side, uh, you guys follow him, and to the right-hand side you see, like, a, an actual alcove of crystals that has formed. Um, and then to the left-hand side, you see a larger... Um, platform to the one that you guys uh, arrived on and that is going to look like this for you guys so here's your alcove and then here is your very large platform so can we go to the alcove and collect crystals sure you guys are welcome to enter into the yep. alcove mm -hmm. um, so the walls are going to form or the crystal is going to form some sort of walls as you cross across this little bridge to the alcove and once again, all the, uh, you know, my descriptors are in my head, but all of these, like, areas that you find with this smooth crystal that are, like, walkways and platforms, they're supported by large rocks that are underneath them. So, that's, oh, like... so those jagged pillars weren't death pillars, they were... They're... Supports. Yeah, supports, correct. Oh, that the crystal is formed on top of. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, spike death pillars. On yeah, jagged's like... a bad word for that. That's yeah. not a good descriptor. Yeah. So, that's fine. That, that's funny, because I actually thought what you were saying. Like, when you explained it, I assumed the same thing that you actually meant. <laughs> so, I, I, I never assumed it was a death... Oh, man. <laughs> I, I hear, like, I feel death pillars. I'm like, oh, death pillars. Like, yeah, it's death. a little platform you have to walk across, and then death pillars are underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the problem here is that there's too much video game in it with the, uh, you know, yeah. in any platformer, I was, there's... I was thinking of Indiana Jones. Spikes are insta-kill. Yeah, I was thinking of Indiana Jones where it's like, uh, well, I can't see the floor, so am I going to have to take that faith? I'm like, Morva's got faith. <laughs> yeah, if you do fall off, you'll probably slide on a bunch of crystals before you hit the bottom that you don't know how far down it is. And The crystals are pointy. That's true. They're piercing pointy, just around the same page. All right, anyway, um, name drops all over. So um, you're entering within room two in my notes. Um, it inclines a bit downwards as you go across, and like I said, those walls are there. Um, and you um, see on the roof that there's like crystal stalactites everywhere. Um, that like in this alcove, they like seem to form down. And there's a skeletal body covered in crystal growth and a cloth bag next to him that's also covered in growth. I'm not touching that. Uh, a short sword and mostly deteriorated shield lay next to his body in the same fashion. So that's what you found within this alcove. That's on the ceiling? Or no, no, this is on the floor in the alcove. I just want to tell you that there's like cool stalactite, um, you know, purplish hue, crystal stalactites okay. on the roof. And such. Um, Alright, I'll go over to the body. Okay, so uh, as you approach the body, mm -hmm. you may make a perception check. Okay. I rolled a six. I get a four, so that's ten. Okay. 
Um, so you're looking over top of the body, and everyone else sees as a stalactite uh, quickly drops from the ceiling onto your head. Um, Ow. And I'll make a, an attack with it and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, it is a dark black creature that was covered in the crystal. You, uh, he flips over, the crystal's now on top, and he opens up like a you know cloth and is coming down to surround your head. A hey, dark mantle, understood. How did you know that? <laughs> because I used them before. You're so smart. Okay, Reed. Uh, it's probably not going to hit, but you are flat-footed for yep. this. Um, so how's an 11? Um, well, if I'm flat-footed and a wizard, that's going to hit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so he is wrapped around your head. Mm-hmm. A blind. You are blind, unable to breathe. He has advantage on attack, and you'll be able to make a strength check when it's your turn to remove. Uh, we can do initiative for this battle and you might all want to start looking up so we have initiative um it's quarion mantle morva babries and notch uh quarion and mantle have already gone uh we had a little bit of discussion about um mage armor mm-hmm. and whether or not it would have lasted before but we're just going to play it for excitement factor that um it has been eight hours since then and it has run out uh, with everyone falling through the floor so many times and getting back up and exploring things and things like that. Uh, and all the time that you guys spent on the mountain, like, searching through everything. So, um, it is Morvis' turn. And, um, you're all set up on the field. <laughs> you're not, but I'll set you guys up real quick. So, um, I have the mantle right here. It was inside. Oh, here's all my creatures. <laughs> Mantle is right here, because it's globular. And we will put him on top of Corian's head. Which is all we need like that. That's a really small alcove. Yeah. It's just an alcove. Which one is Corian? A different representation of this. This guy? Yeah. I is that right? The corner's up me. Where are we at? I'm sorry. Um, I, no, that is not me. I am the elf. Nope. This one? The, yes. Okay, cool. No. So, um, dead bodies right in front of him right there. What you call it's on top of him. This is the body. Okay. Dark males on top of him. And then you guys are all like, yeah, within however many feet as you want. This is Morva. Yeah. This is Mitha. She's in the back, obviously. And then, where's my guy? Is this my guy? Little, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And there's Ames. And his dog is not represented on the field, and that's fine. So, um, go ahead, Morva. Um... Is he sharing the square, or is he... He is on top of his head. So he's sharing the square. 100% sharing the square, and I'd love to see you attack him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I could have called you if I wanted to. Um, I'm going to actually look up and see if there are more crystals sure. that are going to move on me. Yes. Perception. Oh, right. 11. Okay. Um... That was a very large crystal. None of them appear to be that large at all. Okay. Like, the the size of this dark mantle, you know, spoiler alerts, um, is, you know, three feet high and at least, like, a foot and a half wide. And all the other crystals are, like, normal little tiny crystals like you've seen as you came in. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing too huge. They, they might be, like, long but not that wide. Like, that's a huge crystal. Mm-hmm. So, that's what you get for your turn. After Morva... Wait, do you want to move? And if you want to move. Yeah, I'll 
Put me right there. Right here? Or yes. next to it? Don't put me next to it. Okay. Then you breathe. It's your turn. Um, so more, more of a moves to protect Notch in case something should come at Notch. Yeah. Good choice. Okay. I'm going to whip out my uh, short bow. And yeah. I'm going to fire at the Dark Mantle. Sure. So now does he threaten it because he's... Will this trigger my uh, sneak attack if it hits? He does not threaten it because of the fact that he's blind and all these other status effects. Good. So thank you, Morva. Prime wall 19 plus 6, so 25. Does that hit? It does hit. So 25 will hit, and I get to roll a d6 plus 4. So 9 damage. 9 damage. Okay. After... Oh, um, so your, your arrow, as you see it hit... Um, you get a flash of a battle axe striking against a crystal, whatchamacallit, in your head, as you see it hit the crystal mantle. It seems like, um, it just kind of chips away at the crystal that's covering the dark mantle. After Bay Breeze's notch. Okay. Um, well, it looks like our friend is having a hard time breathing. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna five foot forward. There's no five foot anymore unless you want to just... Okay. Just move I'll use my movement five foot. Uh, and cast Poison Spray, which um, the... Wait wait a second. I'm having a hard time breathing <laughs> and you're poisoning me? Well, <laughs> I you won't I, breathe it, in. It's going to be like a, a nauseous cloud, so you can't breathe it in. <laughs> so you're fine. Uh, and the Dark Mantle needs to make a con save. Okay. That's not my best one. I rolled an 18 anyway. Yeah, you got it. Sorry. So the, uh, yeah, the spray, the mantle holds its breath. And, um... <laughs> Bull crap. Wow, well, this mantle's way smarter than the werewolf we fought the other time. Karin, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> a true story. The werewolf had his... Asphyxia. You're not. Um, alright, uh, so I'm going to struggle to do whatever I can to get this off me. I don't know what yeah, you my can, options are. You can make a strength check okay. to pull it off your head. So this is a straight up six, because I have no bonus. Cool. Uh, would you like to make any ASL? <laughs> or um, You're welcome to use your move action for signing ASL? to... ASL? Uh, it's American Sign Language. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know I why. I internet stuff, like, you such location, like, hey, oh, yeah, that's right. how old are you? ASL you check. Yeah. Wow. The poor deaf people. I hope they're not wrong. Well, good thing they can't hear this. No offense, deaf people. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll let you decide whether you want that in it out. <laughs> so, uh, would you like to end your turn, Corian? Um. Well, I'll. Can I make a? Um, this is just a role playing opportunity. Some kind of. All right. I have insight. Can I make an insight as to which direction the rest of the party is relative to myself? Yeah, that's fine. Or perception. Yeah, this like, is like only a DC ten to remember that you were facing the body at one point and okay. not facing it at the other. I mean, you are, like... Is that a 5 or a 15? Will, uh, will either pass? <laughs> um, the no. 5 will not pass. No. Okay, re-roll it. That's fine. Right. It's a cracked die. That's what it is. Alright. 9 passes? Yes, 9 will pass. Yes, you know where the rest of the party is. Okay, so I will start stumbling that way. I don't know if we want to move me. That's fine. Let's just move you 5 foot around because you're pretty out of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, that way you don't run into anyone. Gotcha. So um, we'll just replace Reed's character with the mantle for now. 
It's just easier. No, I read it. It's just really stupid and weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we're not happy with the new sneak attack rule because it affects ranged characters now. Is that right? Ranged characters get sneak attack for free. Yeah. Okay. So I am happy. About <laughs> there, there's no such thing as sniping anymore. Aww. Gotcha. That's fine. So um, that's for all of you who listen for what content we can provide about 5e and Pathfinder. There's one of them. Snake attack now works if a monster is adjacent to a friendly target and they're threatening them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ra- it says specifically range attacks. It says finesse attacks or range finesse attacks. Finesse or range attacks. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so it is the mantle's turn, and he. Whoa. What is? Dis- no. I'm sorry. There's I replaced Reed's. In. Yeah, Reed, Reed stumbled towards them. Sorry, it was probably looking at the book. Reed used his um check and then said, "Okay, I know the characters that way," and I let him stumble five feet towards you guys. Okay. Yeah. And I also said that I replaced Reed's character on the board with the dark mantle gotcha cool so um 15 feet out from the dark mantle is pure darkness so um it's up to everyone to do good role playing and assume that you cannot see it even though you can see the board okay what if you have dark vision oh no it's magical darkness dark vision doesn't work sorry Hmm. so we just got like ink uh, yeah, something like that I mean it's magical darkness it's not ink but yes you um, are completely lost and I also, in the same turn, get to make a crush on Reed's head. Wow. Oh, I never... I did roll your crush damage when I attacked you. No. I'm sorry. I still have to crush your head then. Um, so nice. luckily for you, he doesn't have crystals on the inside uh-huh. of his body, just on the outside. So you take um, six damage for the first crush okay. at max damage. And then the second crush, I get to make an attack against you with advantage. So does a 13 hit? No. Uh, I... No, it won't. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Okay. Um, then I won't bother rolling for my second advantage check. And please take an additional four damage. Okay. And now it is Morva's turn. So the Dark Mantle casts that darkness, and then we hear probably nothing, unfortunately, from Corion, whose head's covered and being crushed as we speak. Morva, your turn. I'm going to, because I remember from before he moved that he was... Right in front of Diagonal you? Diagonal or in yes. front of me? Yes. You'll make a strength check, grab the dark mantle, and try to rip it off his head for him. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm glad that wasn't my idea. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sure there was a hammer coming for my head. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do before this happened. So, you know, I'm a strength check. I'm a mean DM. <laughs> uh, what do you got? What uh, is it total? Nine, well, uh, six, ten, eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a saving throw, nine. Okay. If you have proficiency in strength, you can use it towards this, just so okay. you know. So you can use plus two proficiency, yeah. And, yeah, so uh, unfortunately you try and you try, and we'll say that you were able to find him because it was just six seconds ago that you saw his body. Yeah. You get your hands around the mantle's head, and you cannot seem to pull it off. Hey, Reese. You've lost sight of your target. So I don't feel confident enough to fire at it? <laughs> yeah, you can try. I wouldn't... I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't right. seem... I'll just like back it. up next to uh, Mitha and tell her to uh, get back in the hallway. Gotcha. Yep. So, so you can move both of them. That's fine. Um, um, I should have ready in action to attack? That sounds good. Yeah, your movement and ready in action to attack if the magical darkness dispels. Okay. Cool. Uh, Notch, your turn. Um... I 
Don't learn anything that creates lights. Or anything like that. So, um... Do you have an AOE? I a do. blind sight? Well, blind sight would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I do have an AOE, but that would hit, uh... All three of them. So, I don't know if that's a good idea. How much damage are we talking here? 3, 2d6, 3d6. Gotcha. I can take it. Yeah. Is he better off he suffocated and dead or just hurt by your magic? <laughs> right. <laughs> These are the questions you ask yourself in a time like this. Um, he gets death saving throws. <laughs> right. But I'm not very strong, Simon. I can just shoot another spray out. Poison. Okay. See how that goes. I'll give you a free direction in this round. Okay. Yeah, unless it's a cone, in which case you're set, I imagine. Uh, no, it, it's a target. It's target? Okay. Yeah, we'll just. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you a free blind sense for this round. That's fine with me. Sure. Um, so I'm making another con save. Another con save. Yep. Yep. Ooh, and I didn't pass that one with an eight. Okay. So you take one d twelve damage. Is it bludgeoning? Poison it's damage. Poison. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to drop hints. I know. I got your hint. I got that immediately. Eight. Eight damage. Eight okay. Damage. Uh, it shrieks. And uh, it definitely did not like the poison. <laughs> and I get a breath of fresh air through its mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poison. So um, the rules for uh, suffocation, or like rounds you can touch, it's um, one hour per plus one to your constitution. One round? Per? One hour. Or, oh, is it? No. It's, it's one minute per. That's what I mean. Okay. It's pretty long. It's I think it's one minute per. Per plus? Per bonus? Per bonus, yeah. Okay. So and a normal a character can hold it for one minute. Okay. So you have ten <laughs> rounds. <laughs> Um, this has been three. Yeah. Maybe four. This is, yeah. Or more like two. It's been well, two. This is, yeah. this is top the of the round. Third, yeah. That'll be his third. Okay. So Notch just went, and Quarion, you're the only one who knows where this thing is. Well, I make my strength check again. Yes. I do not make my strength check again. Okay. And I will continue stumbling in this direction. Okay. You continue in your direction, and you bump into Morva. And kind of stay in your own square, if that's okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, so, Morva, you've just been hit... Oh, it's Mantle's turn. Uh, Mantle does not like that you're moving around, and mm -hmm. decides to try to crush your head at advantage. A 3 will likely not hit, and a 2 will... Does an 8 or a 7 hit? No, neither of them hit. Very good. So, on advantage, the Mantle... Your, your brain is so powerful. <laughs> I'm going to start building so Babies, you were so good looking, and your character is good at everything... Uh, Quarion, you're, yeah, you're so hard-headed. That's mean. <laughs> Your brain is so powerful that it repels crushing from monsters. Hard Not, uh, Hold on, let me write this down for next time. <laughs> Not, your breath smells so bad that it hurts creatures. I mean, yeah. No, <laughs> and more of a... Got thunder feet. You got thunder feet. <laughs> you got thunder feet. More of a like, new idea. Grip the mantle with my feet. <laughs> and tear it off. Um, so more of a... Probably do better than my... Several strength checks that I've failed in this entire campaign. That's okay. It happens. Morvet, it's your turn. Uh, will... You were just bumped into. Yeah, so I will grab towards the what just hit me. Okay, so me. they're not free anymore, but this one definitely has a very low DC. We'll just make it a DC ten to um, find his body and then work his way up, work your way up Which to the it? thing in time. The mantle. Probably perception. You mean? Or... Um. Yeah, that's fine. Perception. Unless someone else comes up with something better, that works. But um, otherwise, you're grabbing his like junk or leg or something. <laughs> yeah, like, like what well, I'm saying, like on a bad check, like you stumble yeah. forward and. What'd you get? What's your roll? That one. All right, it's time for the shame. <laughs> yep. Sam will take your picture, and we will yeah, shame that on Twitter. Uh, in the meantime, Bay Reese, 
Your turn. Babies continues to hold. Hold on. So what bad happens on that net one? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I. I uh, it's probably there, the jump, there, I guess. There has to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of kind of alluded to it. Uh, he he feels forward. He stumbles a bit, and his hands are around the shape of the cave that Matt said earlier. <laughs> There's a, a, a so, tunnel moving forward and dead. two large rooms to the right and the left. Um, and Morva, you do not find a dark mantle with your hands. And yes, they're different between dragonborns and elves. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. Nah. Poor, everybody else hears poor Anne shriek. <laughs> so through through the mantle. Yeah, it's like, because of you, I... Felt up or felt down in Elven Noble. <laughs> you mean crushed in Elven Noble? Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna get that dark man. Not in a good way. <laughs> we can't hear him scream. He's getting covered by a dark man. That's so true. <laughs> oh, so. The Noble bloodline stops here. <laughs> If, and if if if, uh, if Matt's statement was lost before that, he said, um, "You can't hear Corian shrieks, uh, yeah, screech, from the pain of that because his head's covered by a mantle." I thought that was so good. Oh, man. Okay, um, Notch, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna need a regeneration spell. <laughs> uh, well, hearing, um, he's definitely in pain, so we need to help him out as much as we can. Um, you so, don't know that, yes. <laughs> Alright, we don't actually hear his screams. Um, so, I mean, it seems to be working so far. I guess I'll guess where my spell is going. Yeah, you heard a shriek from the thing, that's right. Um, right. And yeah, in this case, you have no clue where he is. And uh, it's a DC 15 to locate him with your hand first and then cast second. Okay. Kay. So, yep. Uh, perception? Um, that's a 10, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, you're going to cast a spell in the wrong direction, Sam, so what are you casting and where? Poison spray. Okay, let's... Um, didn't you say you were, he was reaching out to find the thing oh. first? So if he doesn't catch anything, then... Good thing right. I role-played for you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a figure since I didn't find my target, then... That's fine. That works. Um, we're back to Quarion. Do you give right. up? <laughs> no, I will, I will struggle even harder now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just had an adrenaline shot. <laughs> no! <laughs> it, it's not a one, but it, it's not a pass either. So, um, Corian thinks of the adrenaline shot, but finds that he still has an aching pain in his lower stomach that just won't go away. Um, and he can't seem to rip the dark mantle off his head. And the mantle is going to crush. Um, will a 17 hit? Yes, a 17 okay, cool. hit. I should memorize your AC, but I won't, so I'm sorry. And you take four damage. Alright, I am out. Okay, that's good, because the mantle will get off you then. Um, so, you do hear a body dropping to the floor. Um, you know, there's no other sound in here, so you all hear it. So his body drops to the floor. Um... And no one knows where the mantle is. It's Morvis' turn. Uh, he still has the body. Huh? Said he still got the body in his hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> he let go when he realized what it was. There's no way Morva still holds. Well, it's your choice, Jared. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, Morva let go. Uh, yep. Whatever you want to do. You can um. perception for a mantle. 
Or you can the try to move out of the darkness. That's. Uh, I mean, I don't know what, what other options you can come up with. I was or, just going mm, Never mind. You can ice spray. I mean, you uh, you've heard a body drop. If he's if he's unconscious and there's a dark mantle around his head, maybe it's time. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I, it's a cone, so you can't go wrong. And you know where the junk is. <laughs> it's up to you. I'm gonna cone. Okay. Fine. So um. So do I automatically fail death, one of my death saving throws? Or <laughs> what happens is if he does hit you, you. Oh, it's DC 13. Oh, it's just one. Okay. So, I it's or is it one or two? I that thought it was two. Okay. But that's fine. Um, if you yeah, don't mind looking it up for me. Um, go ahead, Jer. To so, DC 13. Reflex? Yeah. Um, I imagine it's a reflex for yeah, it. No, it's isn't it a con? There's such a thing as deep reflex. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. It's con. Because it's, uh, it it's actually close. varies per... Uh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm glad yeah. I asked. Oh, no. Wait, is it... It's uh, you are silver dragon, right? Yes. Cold, fifteen foot cone, con save. Con yeah. save. That makes sense. Cold damage, con save. What's my DC? Thirteen. Ten. I fail. All right. Reroll. So full damage. I. Two oh, I guess I can still take a con save if I'm unconscious. <laughs> that works, right? <laughs> There's nothing stopping me from taking con save, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's just your body fighting the cold. Oh well, it would only be half damage, right? So I'd still take damage, still to get the. Oh, because you can't get the negatives anyway. Right. Okay. If you take any damage while you have zero hit points, you suffer a death saving throw failure. Yeah. So okay, so just one? Jerry, how much damage? Ten. You lucky dog, you. All right, um, it shrieks, and the darkness dissipates, and you see a frozen mantle covered in crystals on the ground over mm-hmm. top of Reed's head. <laughs> Next to a frozen head. And elfsicle. Okay. Um, so... I will let it end there. Um, that is our episode for the week. Thank you for joining us. There's things that you can do, and you can check the notes for it. Otherwise, we hope that you had fun, and uh, I have our sign-out to be. Feeling bold? Join the tight-knit community of Bold Ray. <laughs> <laughs>